0: Did you know you can now register for the 7th annual Osmosis Con taking place October 10th to the 12th, 2021 at the Bahia Resort Hotel San Diego. We have exciting news. You'll now be able to attend this renowned event in person in San Diego or virtually through a dynamic online community. Cynthia Hetherington and the HG Group consistently deliver the best training at this open source intelligence skills building conference, and this year is no exception. You can learn more at osmosiscon.com. I want to talk to everybody today
1: about ScopeNow.com. ScopeNow has been a big-time sponsor of this program for quite some time, and I just love their service. I've been using them since the beginning, I'm one of their beta customers and uh, it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is, is Scope Now is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and, and uh, looking for information. I think is one of the best points of how ScopeNow can help you. Their AI platform, their analytics are amazing. You really get an idea of what you need. You're reducing the time, you're reducing the manpower that you you're spending on doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly which is most important. One of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud. If you're doing a lot of fraud research uh, this is a fantastic tool and you can set up alerts so you have uh, particular people that you're looking at you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually um, is flagged and goes off. It's really, uh, really amazing and their relationship and association analytics are uh, top notch, really uh, cutting edge and really, really cool when they brought that out on version three. It was a game changer. I mean, really being able to see how people interact together and, and uh, you know having that relationship, you know analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope Now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope Now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn, you'll, you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out and uh, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports and put your own logos on and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing. For you as well so check them out today it's uh, www.scopenow.com they're a great great company they should be one of the tools in your toolbox along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do uh, you need to make sure that scope now is a part of that sweet scopenow.com are you an investigative professional have you heard about the InvestigatorsToolbox.com? check out this exclusive online community for networking learning and data resource management Toolbox is a one-stop shop for all your investigative needs. Check out our robust collection of forums, our comprehensive learning page, and our expansive library of OSINT research tools. We've just released an app for both iOS and Android, so you can access the site seamlessly right off your phone. We have also partnered with some amazing companies like CrossTracks, Delve Point, IRB, ScopeNow, The Hetherington Group, PI Magazine, PI Gear, Merlin Locate Services, PowerBin the PI Institute of Education, and so many more. They're offering over $1,250 worth of discounts and benefits exclusively to community members today. Use code PIP201836 and save 10% on your membership. That's www.investigators-toolbox.com.
0: welcome to osmosis quick hits on pi perspectives we're taking the next few weeks to highlight some of the speakers at the 2021 conference in san diego california this week we welcome andrew keith andrew's had an impressive career as a journalist turned researcher and he brings some serious knowledge to his teaching track with his partner jennifer makovac they discuss how to run an investigation only using a library So please welcome Andrew Keith and your host, private investigator, Matt Spare.
1: Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Quick Hits, the osmosis version. So today we are joined by one of the other speakers. We have uh, Andrew Keith to, uh, to the program. Andrew, I want to welcome you. How are you?
2: I'm fine, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming on. So you've had an interesting career and you've got a really interesting topic to to uh, to talk about, which is really cool. So uh, let's jump into your career first. I know you were working as a journalist in Russia at some point, right?
2: I was, I was there in the mid to late nineties. I was a student prior to that. Like a lot of folks who stayed on, I was sort of captured by everything that was an unfolding in Russia in the nineties, later transitioned into a job with Time Magazine. And that was sort of the preface to getting involved in corporate investigations in Chicago in the 2000s.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can only imagine what it was like in the 90s over there. I mean, that's just really once-in-a-lifetime changes going on in a huge country, right?
2: Yeah, it was It was like having a front row seat to chaos a little bit, you know, some organized chaos with a fence around it. But life in America felt very scripted by comparison. And sure. what was compelling, I think, in a lot of ways about Russia was that there was like no script, you know, people drove on the sidewalk. That's just a little, <laughs> tell you, but, you know, if you need to get around a traffic jam, you yeah. pull your car on the sidewalk and you just drive on the sidewalk and, you know, find a way. So yeah. it, it it really was a lesson in learning to improvise and sure. just sort of think different ways. And, and not all of which are good and healthy, by the way. Right. So. Right.
1: I'd love to see those videos of people like, creeping up to a car and just like jumping on the windshield and <laughs> falling on the ground <laughs> writhing in pain <laughs> they seem to come from russia all the time
2: you know it, it, it really is it, it 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 feels like sort of something you recognize and know but you spend some time there and you realize that it isn't once you yeah. kind of scratch the surface of it so
1: so how did you get there like what's your background as far as education wise goes
2: Yeah, well, I was a Russian major, so what grabbed me was being a kid in the Cold War and seeing, you know, Tom Brokaw or Peter Jennings in front of St. Basil's, which is that fantastic cathedral, you know, that sits at the back of Red Square, and and just thinking, like, where did that, like, what, you know, what imagination sort of creates that? I mean, that that, that to me is like a little icon, It's just because I I, I can remember, you know, in the Cold War and, and Reagan and Gorbachev and. And, and, you know, some of the anchors would show up there on Red Square. And, it just, and then the language has a fantastic texture to it. And so the history, of course, is so rich. And, and the literature is as well. But really, I had a, you know, I studied piano when I when I was a kid. And and, and my teacher was this mixed bag of Ukrainian-Russian heritage. And
1: okay.
2: and he was a communist. And, and so, so he, he traveled there and would talk about it. And he had this library full of Cyrillic books. So I, I kind of just developed an interest through, you know, that relationship, and then just watching the bipolar world, sort sure. of
1: that we live. In. So I guess you played a lot of Rachmanov, right? <laughs> I was never that <laughs> talented. You know? He's definitely very difficult
2: to execute. Definitely <laughs> very difficult. So. Yeah.
1: It's one of my favorites, man. He's uh, really, really amazing. So you go, you work for time, um, yeah. and then you you end up at Kroll eventually, right? So how did uh, how did that happen?
2: Yeah, so I had a pit stop in journalism at Northwestern where I did a master's program and and finished that right as sort of the Internet economy was tanking and everything else down with it. And it was funny. I was thinking about this, Matt. I I answered a want ad in the Chicago Tribune for an analyst role at Kroll. I really stumbled into this, and I did it in a very 19th century way. Right. I don't think people post ads in the paper anymore. I mean, yeah. I don't even get the newspaper any, anymore. So the operations chief was a former journalist, and, and anybody who's in our industry knows that I think we're probably like the largest population of practitioners right. or people who were refugees from the world of journalism. So I landed in Kroll and Kroll's Chicago office, and I met my partner there. Right. we office mates, Jennifer McAvex so.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And you'll be teaching this class with Jen, too. So that's uh, We will be, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Have you ever attended Osmosis before? Is this the, the first time you're doing it?
2: No, you know, so I was there a couple years ago in South Carolina. I think it was at Hilton Head. Mm-hmm. And, and as it happens, I, 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 I got a big project right when the conference was unfolding. And, and it was a, you know, funnily enough, it was, it was a Russia project right. and, it, and it, and it compromised like a lot of my schedule for those, you know, several days I was there. So I was at a lot of the events, but yeah. I was also like, you know, in a hotel room banging away at, at work. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> like, think
1: a lot of us that attend that, especially if we own a small business can appreciate that. man. You're yeah. never completely <laughs> unplugged <laughs> uh, right. as, as hard as you try, you know, you just yeah. never completely there. Well, that, that's cool. So let's talk about your topic here, uh, sure. what you're teaching with Jen. It's very interesting about uh, conducting an, uh, an investigation and you only have a library to use. So yeah, yeah. what's what's the concept? What are you guys going to be talking about? Well,
2: you know, so it's a bit of an artifice, I think. I mean, clearly this uh, conference is is geared towards sort of online. And I, I think maybe we thought going the counterintuitive approach might, you know, like we might hook somebody's interest. And, right. And maybe that's what happened. But really, you know, I, I've been at this a while. And, and and I think, you know, what what we thought was, and I, you know, I think about the way we do our work at a desktop and everything is sort of funneled into your computer and into your screens. And as somebody who's worked in libraries and, and my sister is a librarian, it, you know, what I like is that you have to get out there and like rummage around, like right. you have, you know, you have to look for it. I mean, it's right. a bit like going to Home Depot and finding that like little screw among like 10 million screws that yeah. you need yeah you I, know, hate, can I hate those
1: bins <laughs> those website. bins at home depot well, drive me crazy <laughs> you're
2: better off going to ace hardware if you need one screw right, right, right but, but, exactly. but, but 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 something about like the act of like getting up and like you know searching a terminal or a card catalog and then retrieving from the stacks it it, it i mean i i i, I like that and, right. and, and and so i i think what we're sort of hopeful is that you know, you don't just get comfortable in the way you practice where you work and you pull levers. I think all of us actually do that. But, right. but the, the, this gives you ways to sort of think differently about information, where it is, and, and when should you be satisfied that you know enough? Yeah. Um, if, and if that makes it, any sense. It, um, it makes
1: total sense. So what I'm noticing here is definitely a shift in the OSINT community Um with regards uh, to methodology and and really functionality of doing a search. And, and you know, it's so funny that you're saying when is enough enough, because that is an ongoing theme I'm getting while, while talking to the speakers, you know, that really, you know, okay, so we can investigate this forever you know, when are we going to get to that point where we're satisfied with the due diligence of our work, right? Yep. Uh, it's, yep. it's a very interesting uh, uh, idea, a very interesting discussion, because you do want to make sure that you're doing a correct job, and you're not just mailing it in. And the interesting part in the shift, and the reason why I think the shift is happening, is there's so much technology out there, there's so many shiny little buttons that can help us get what we need to get. But it's constantly yeah. changing. Right, the stuff that was available two years ago may not be available now, um, and and having the good background uh, of having methodology and understanding, okay, that tool is not good. What am I going to do next? Um, so that, that's why like classes like here's is, is that's exciting to me, right? You know, it's like blowing it off the grid and let's talk about how we really <laughs> really need to get this done. It's it's, it's very yeah, Sherlock yeah. Holmes ish, right? <laughs>
2: Well, well, that, that that's our, our you know our our, 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 our our boutique consultancy. We, I mean, I think we tried to telegraph a little bookishness with yeah. uh, you know with, with 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 our name. So everybody had a name that involved intelligence. My right. previous business had a name that you know had intelligence incorporated into it. Sure, and we want to be. You know, we, we wanted to, you know, maybe anchor it in something a little more like historic and interesting. So, right. but we don't want to be dogs chasing our tails doing these exercises. Because sure. That, that, that can happen, right? <laughs> no,
1: it can totally happen. And, and just you know. being being organized on things, I think is the key, right? And that that's the shift that I see happening, right? They're, they're teaching folks that attend these events, like how to be better organized, yeah. essentially, <laughs> you know, uh, so it, it, helpful, right? It, it definitely picking up little tips and tricks there. And, and obviously the relationships that you have when you're there and you're live and you're in person, you get to hang out with people and really pick their brain, uh, a, a bit over, uh, a cocktail or, or whatever, you know, it's, uh, it's really awesome. Um, so Jen, Jen, and, uh, I guess you and Jen, you met, uh, at Kroll, correct? We we did. That's yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, there was a de- a department a two two one B. I guess you guys are working on. Can you explain what two two one B is to folks? Yes.
2: Yeah, so that that's our our business is two two one B partners and 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 we uh, decided to you know team up and and we talked about it a little bit. You know, over 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 time, you know, we developed a great working relationship and 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 we have complementary skills, I think, and that's right. important to have a partner and. Um, but but we settled on. I'd taken some trips to London to to, to go to some conferences and, and gone to you know as it happened I was at a hotel on Baker Street, right. which is was like down the street from the Sherlock Holmes, yep. you know the, the the residence and they have a little museum in there and like a shop with kind of artifacts and curio stuff and, and, and right. so. Um, we decided, you know, there were two of us, and and it's it's not like you know pretense to brilliance, right, right. <laughs> Trust me, but we just liked the reference, and we you know liked the stories, and and um, so we thought it? we yeah. you know take a different approach, and and so. Yeah. Uh, we called ourselves 221B partners, so nice, nice. And, and we wanted to like steer clear of kitsch, so yeah. so it's just that's really all there is to
1: it. So it's there's just, no Watson and no no right. homes, right? No one's wearing a no, hat, there isn't. <laughs> not, not that anybody can see, right? Where's the hat, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I've got one on the dashboard of my car. You know? There you go, <laughs> that's great, it's great. Yeah, really, uh, yeah, are you a Downey guy or a Cumberbatcher? Do you think they haven't played him better? <laughs>
2: Well, you know, so Cumberbatch is, I, I think, just a, a very talented actor. Uh, but 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 the the Downey movie was a different was a different take. Yeah. So, um, but I think in in our uh, you know in our idiom, uh, Jennifer is is Holmes and I'm Watson. There so. you go. <laughs> Well stated, Bobby my Harvey friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Spoken like a true partner doesn't want to <laughs> upstage the other one. That's, well done, sir. Yeah, <laughs> That's great. That's great. So what do you um, what do you hope that people attending your class at osmosis? What do you hope that they'll walk away with?
2: Yeah, you know, the, I, I, we we talked about it a little bit, but I really hope that, like, you know, that that don't get in just sort of the formulaic habit of, of, of doing the work. I mean, you know, when when we spent and we spent a lot of time in libraries and and in museums, um, and and I was struck by, you know, in in some cases we were looking at sort of eighteenth, excuse me, nineteenth century. Books and, and 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 there would be these vivid descriptions about people and, and it was almost like something you would see in today's day and age on on, on a Facebook profile. you know yeah. so so, so we, we you know the stuff might come in new packaging, uh-huh. but all that information is, is is around and has been around. And, and so you know what's new is really old to me and, and, and I hope what what people and, and there's one illustration we have in our deck. Of, of an entry from the Illinois Attorney Registration and Disciplinary Commission, and it's just you know it tells you when an attorney got his license. And then we went and we looked at an old Sullivan's, and it had an expansive professional treatment of the same attorney. And so if you were just online and you you saw that he has you know malpractice insurance, this is you know where he graduated from, this is his birthday. There's no record of disciplinary action you know, that might be like all you'd find out about him. But, but, you know, if you were to go to a law library somewhere and pick out an old Martindale's or Sullivan's, you know, you would get like an extensive professional history. You'd sure. get like the college information, right. the undergraduate information, you know, where he was in house. And, and, and so, um, you know, I, I, I think it's, it's like, you know, I, I don't want to say think out of the box because I sort of hate that, yeah. expression frankly but but don't you know as, as we were talking like this when, when you're at the desktop it all comes to you but but there's something about the exercise of getting up and having to look and having to source it and you don't have to do that obviously for every case or even every 10th case but yeah. but just you know being creative and strategic about how you get information if, if, if that makes sense
1: yeah that's that's absolutely great um okay yeah. so final question here we're, we're highlighting sure. uh, uh, loki the uh the series on disney and uh, that series talked about variants, people running around doing like looking like you, but are doing absolutely different things. So if there was some yeah. variant of Andrew going around, walking around the world here, what do you think that variant would be doing?
2: So, so, so right now I'm going to say something that's, that's, that's sort of odd. I just came back with my family from holiday in, in Iceland. And, and we did some tours and we stopped for lunch at, 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 a, at a, at a like a tomato farm Okay. <laughs> and they were growing these like hydroponic tomatoes in this greenhouse. And, and, and it was adjacent to a horse farm that was owned by the same business. And then they had lunch and some of the most like delicious food I've had in the last five years. And I thought like, that would be a fun business to sort of like organize and own and yeah. I haven't quite expected to to be in that position where I would want to grow tomatoes. Yeah, but, you know.
1: yeah. well, that guy's got a good business model. I'm sure his fertilizer's super cheap. You know, they, 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 <laughs> it's literally you know, right across the street. You know, and
2: the buses of Western Europeans are disgorging themselves into that business <laughs> exactly. To buy the food and Getting fat on tomatoes, fantastic. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> well, Andrew, I really look forward to seeing you uh, in, in a couple months out in San Diego, and I'm looking forward to this class. I think it's so interesting And, and. What's different this year as opposed to other years, I feel like there's really been that shift like we talked about earlier to, to really teaching people the methodology of, of how to do things. I'm very excited that you're a part of this and I look forward to having a, a tomato with you in San Diego. So well, thank, thank, you. <laughs>
2: thank you. I look forward to it as well,
1: Matt. Yeah, thanks for joining. Thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll catch everybody next week on the next show.
0: Thanks to Andrew for jumping on and giving us a preview. We'll also speak with Jennifer in a few weeks. So make sure you follow us. And you don't want to miss his class in San Diego. You can learn more about the event at osmosiscon.com. We also want to thank ScopeNow and investigatorstoolbox.com for sponsoring this episode. Now, have you checked out investigatorstoolbox.com yet? This dynamic resource community for the investigative professional is a must-have. So use code PIP201836 to save $20 when you join. And you can sign up through the app, available on iOS and Android platforms, basically any smartphone. If you have a question or comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. And you can find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We want your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back on Monday with a new show. So make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.